this is my mushroom country. <laughs> Cletus. <laughs> this is my shit plants. The new Hatfield McCoys. Yeah. The new Hatfield and McCoys. Yeah. Meanwhile, Joe Manchin's like, I don't know. This Build Back Better plan don't sound too good to me. <laughs> Meanwhile, my constituents are shooting themselves over mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's get started. <laughs> the fuck was that? I was, I was laughing at that <laughs> transition. <laughs> hey, welcome to Hold My Popcorn. I'm Max Ely in Nashville. With us in Boston is Tim Begin. How are you, Tim, my boy? Well, Max, actually, I'm going to let my friend Elton John explain how I am. Tim is dancing like an accordion. time to get to that punchline. I thought it was a little uh, a little quicker into the song, but it's 44 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Alright, well, our crocodile clit expert, John Anoshak, couldn't make it in today, so instead we called in our Portland, Maine expert, Dr. Bill Dooley's on the show. How are you, Bill? Oh my gosh, I'm so good. You didn't call me a squibby fuck or anything like that, so I'm feeling pretty fantastic right now, Max. Thanks. 2022 is going to be a good year for you, Bill. I think yeah, so. New, I think you're right. New year, new you. Yep. <laughs> Yes. The only thing that's more useless than a squib is a fake doctor. Moving on. Oh. So, mm-hmm. with uh, that, this week, we watched the 1999 crappy croc classic Lake Placid. So, before we get into it, what are your first thoughts of this movie, boys? Ah, uh, it's just a fun, it's a fun ride. I mean, this, you couldn't, you couldn't ask for a more light, fun movie than this. I Agreed. It's, it like... It, I, I was expecting like a like a kind of stupid thrasher uh, or um, slasher type monster movie, and and it's not. I mean, it's kind of that, but it's also it's hilarious. They like they. I think they realize what they are, and they just like make fun of themselves the whole time, and it's it's wonderful. It it was like I was laughing almost the entire movie, which and but like I know that it's not a comedy, but it was a good thing that I was laughing. It's not like so bad that it's good. It's just good. Yeah, it's just entertaining. Anaconda vibes. Honestly, I feel like. There's sure. enough. There's enough funny in here that you just like. I don't know. Half of it's a comedy. Yeah. Like it's it's getting to the it's getting to the ratio where it's kind of a comedy. The director Steve Miner, he does horror movies, but there's always comedy in them. So like, I've, it's weird enough. I've probably seen almost all of his movies. Like he's done. Um, he did Friday the Thirteenth Part Two and Three, which there's definitely comedy in those. He did this movie called House in the '80s, which is pretty damn funny. And then he did uh, Halloween H Two O, which wasn't as funny but this is the last movie that he's directed he only does tv now oh wow that's a bummer. yeah yeah that's too bad my immediate thought was why is this movie called like placid yes dude <laughs> it makes no fucking sense it's the first funny thing about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's the first funny thing about it because you're like immediately like you're like wait it's in maine <clears throat> yeah no, like placid's in new york and they even reference it they even yeah, the reference sheriff. it in the movie yeah, yeah. 
They but wanted to name it Lake Placid, but that that name was already taken. So they they named the movie after after the almost name of the lake <laughs> that it's set on. You know what I actually think that happened was that, um, like the movie bought it. The, the studio bought the movie Lake Placid, and then they get like the full they get like the full you know script, and they're like, oh, this is in Maine. It's not in Lake Placid. And they're like, no, yeah, it's in Maine. I'm like, well, we thought it was going to be in like Lake Placid. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And they probably was just like this long running joke within the whole production crew that <laughs> it's not Lake Placid. So I, I be honest, like I've definitely seen this movie before. This is the first time watching it in probably a decade. And I 100% did not know that it was set in Maine. I thought that it was set in New York. I thought it was I thought it was set in Lake Placid. That would make sense yeah. since yeah. one of the ladies in this movie is working in New York. It would make more sense for her to just go up state to New York rather than sure fucking would. take a, like a puddle jumper up the main. <laughs> right. Sure would. It's like, do you know how many museums of national natural history are in between this lake and Maine and New York City? Like probably like 20 <laughs> of them. Yeah. I mean, just Boston alone has 20 of them. Right. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, to be honest, I think like... You probably couldn't have said it in Lake Placid because kind of like the whole premise is that it was this secluded lake that gave these crocodiles like the privacy to grow to 30 feet. <laughs> True. And like yeah, I'll, Lake I'll, Placid, New York isn't that. Yeah. A too busy. I'll say too, I don't know. It's something that I was going to kind of feel out during the episode, but like there is a lot of, I don't know if this guy ever lived in Maine or if there were like somebody. The writer did. Writing, the writer. Okay. He's from Maine. There is a lot of humor that was way better now that I've lived in Maine because it's just so much like the stuff where, where all the, the locals hate people from out of town. They hate New Yorkers and stuff like that. I mean, like that was all very accurate to the way Maine, <laughs> Maine people really are. So it felt like I was like, I'm, I felt like I had to be watching something done by a Mainer. It was hilarious for that sense. It was, uh, it was written by David E. Kelly. So he's like prolific, uh, TV creator. So he made uh, Dookie Hauser, The Practice, Ally McBeal, Boston Public, Boston Legal, Big Little Lies, like a bunch of shit. And he's been married to Michelle Pfeiffer since 93. So what he's, been, he's crushing life. Yeah. He's doing all right. He's doing pretty good. <laughs> pretty so he's good. not poor and he's plowing Michelle Pfeiffer. Good for him. Mm. Mm. <laughs> College was the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get into it? Yes. yes. All right. So my first thought is that this music, like this musical score, kind of has a like a discount John Williams, Danny Elfman vibe to it, which is really unfortunate because Bridget Fonda is and was married to Danny Elfman at the time, but they couldn't get him to do this fucking movie for some reason. It's not a good time, sign yeah. for their marriage. <laughs> still married. Oh, still, oh, they're good for still married. They've been married forever. Yeah. Yep. I gotta look up Danny Elfman. I gotta look up his. Danny picture. Elfman got. So I looked them up today and I guess um, Bridget Fonda, she's been out of the, they haven't had a photo of her in 12 years. And then one like surfaced yesterday and she's looking rough. And then Danny <laughs> Elfman looks like he's on fucking steroids and he's tatted the fuck up. He's like 70 <laughs> years old. He looks great. What the <laughs> fuck is happening? I am so, this is the scariest thing I've seen in my goddamn life. Danny Elfman, the guy who wrote, who wrote the like, the corniest, most fucking like, all the Tim Burton shit. Yeah. The Simpsons. This is crazy. <laughs> Dude, yep. that's insane, yeah. Weird looking guy. He looks like, he looks kind of like a steroid slash coked out Ron Weasley. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yep. 
funny enough, what's his name? The sheriff in this movie, his son was uh, Bill Weasley in Harry Potter The county, the county sheriff? Yeah, the Irish he's guy. He's also, he's Mad-Eye Mad Mad yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I, I didn't know that his son played, uh, played or was in the, the Harry Potter movies. Let's yeah. go back and just rewatch those movies again. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This isn't Bridget Fonda. This has to be a... Um, yeah, she looks like a cat lady. No, 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 no. Can I share my screen here? Yeah. This this has to be like a tabloid uh, thing. They're saying this is Bridget Fonda. Can you guys see? Not yet. Yes. That's the picture I saw. That's her. They haven't had a photo of her in like 12 years. And that was the first one. I don't one. believe it. I don't believe yeah. you can go from this to this. It's wow. that's, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Meanwhile, Danny Elfman somehow has grown more hair in the last couple of years. Dude. Yeah, rich people can do that, though. Yeah. It's almost like there's like a gene splicing. <laughs> Holy shit. That's <laughs> fucking disturbing. She looks like getting a cat old, lady. Getting old sucks. Yeah. You have any more cat food? It's stop and shop, just smelling <laughs> like cigarettes. That's what she looks like now. That yeah. is a perfect description of that picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just buying a bunch of Kool-Aid and fucking Marlboros. Leave all this in. We gotta, <laughs> I want, I want this, pod, this podcast to just be like objectifying women. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Maybe some crocodiles. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the new title of the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. By the way, I can't see your face, Tim. Your beautiful, beautiful oh. face. Oh, sorry. Bring should, it back. Should be. I don't want to. And, it's, it and it's Bridget Fonda. <laughs> 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 All right. So the movie, uh, the movie opens up on Black Lake with Sheriff Mad Eye Moody binge eating Twinkies while waiting for the scuba diving fishing game officer to return. When all of a sudden he just explodes out of the water and begins to reenact the opening shark attack from Jaws, leading to the sheriff pulling him out of the boat and finding that he's been ripped in half. That was fucking, if John was here, I'd love to hear about the metal meter on that one because that was fucking, I'll tell you what, I, I guess I've only ever seen this movie like on FX at, you know, 10 in the morning on a mm. Saturday when I'm hungover or something because I've never seen that dude ripped in half. That was pretty Harley. fucking good. Yeah. That was yeah. Harley. It's Jason Voorhees slice right there. That's what that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he came out of the water and I kept it like I expected. I was just expecting it to cut, you know, before you see anything. And then you see, see it. And I was just like, oh, damn. And he's still alive <laughs> for like a few seconds, too. I'm like, oh, this yeah. poor bastard's still alive. Oh, God. I, don't, you know, I guess if John was on the episode, he could probably give us a, a chance that that guy was conscious after being <laughs> ripped in half by a 30 foot crocodile. But I think we've kind of actually, we've kind of missed the point of this scene. And that is. Is Brendan Gleeson that fat that the boat is that <laughs> deep into the water? Was I supposed to pop a wheelie? Yeah. I was like, I was looking at that. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. He's that. He's he weighs that much that the boat is sinking because because of him sitting in it. Oliver yeah. might have might make a point. It might have a good point there. Oh well, we see it later when he's in the canoe. Yep. <laughs> the canoe's it's like taking a nose in the canoe. It's like a submarine diving. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then we cut to the Museum of Natural History, where we're each oh, Jesus Christ, where we're introduced to paleontologist Kelly Scott, played by Bridget Fonda, who learns firsthand that she's been getting cuckolded by Mariska Hargitay. Yeah, Matt, Tim, how'd you feel about that? 
I, I, could say, I didn't remember her being in this. She looks great. Oof. She's in it for like that scene. That is it. That is <laughs> not exactly. enough. Yeah. I'll tell you what. She looks great. She, she I, looks you kind of forget great. that she was a fox back then. Yeah. I think can, she still is a fox. I think just for that show, she actually looks like a cop. I don't know. I mean, her mother was, her mom was, or is, uh, Jane Mansfield, who was like, a, you know, 60s pinup star. And her Uh-oh. dad was a Mr. Universe. Max, there's a shark behind you. <laughs> Hello, Nikki. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hi, Nikki. We were th- we were thinking it was a crocodile. Thought it was a croc. <laughs> anyway, um, we're still looking great. Oh, oh man, my god, looking fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yep. I mean, I think again, like the real thing is, why are these two smoking hot women plowing this super, like, not super, like, pudgy fucking Anthony museum Bourdain curator? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's what re- that's what gets women's juices flowing. Mu- museum curators that looks like they could also uh, be like the coach of a fucking like a kindergarten <laughs> soccer team. <laughs> so. We are then introduced to another fishing game officer, Jack Wells, played by Bill Pullman, who immediately thinks of this guy who had his torso ripped in half underwater by a bear. Yeah, doesn't <laughs> doesn't really follow on that one. No. Bears, I don't think a black bear in Maine, I don't think it's going to be too commonly going to be ripping people in half at the waist. <laughs> underwater. Underwater. <laughs> in the middle of a lake. Just in, I mean, like to Bill's point, just in general, like a black bear is ever going to rip anyone in half. No, yeah, I I think that like the far more compelling answer was the the guy who I don't know if it was this death or a later death that thought like you sure he didn't get caught up in the in the outboard motor. That yeah, maybe more realistic for how a human gets ripped in half, but from the torso, from the from what, like what did it, did it catch his belt? <laughs> I don't know. It's like that's the only thing. But if honestly, if I'm Jack Welch showing up. And I'm, I look at Brendan Gleeson, I'm like, oh, yeah, a drunk sheriff ran over the fucking fishing game guy. And he's like, it's a crocodile. He <laughs> stains all over his mouth still. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crocodile. It's a big crocodile. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think it would have been funny if Bill Pullman's character was just like super prejudiced towards bears. <laughs> like he just thinks everything is like a bear did it. <laughs> and even and even in that scene later where the croc does kill a bear, he all you see him in the background is just nodding good. Good. Just what I thought. I think we should leave it be. It's a cannibal yeah. bear eating another bear. <laughs> like a hitchhiker, like has like a clearly has a snake bite, like his legs all purple and black. He's like typical trademark of a black bear. This is what they do. <laughs> Brendan Gleason gets dragged up into a tree on on a on a net made by uh, Oliver Platt. Classic <laughs> bear move right there. Classic bear move. The bear eat bear world. That's what they always say. <laughs> It's like Al Gore from the South Park episode, Man Bear Pig. Yeah. Grown! <laughs> oh, also, typical Man Bear Pig. <laughs> no one will take me super seriously. <laughs> so Kelly's forced to fly up to Maine to investigate this mysterious accident due to them finding a prehistoric tooth, where she immediately finds a way to denigrate all these Maynards while also personally being offended by anyone who speaks to her directly. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Tell me if I'm wrong, but that's exactly how main people think everyone talks to them, right? Yes, that is true. Yeah. I mean, everyone that's not from a, from Maine is from away. Uh, even if like you got to be at least a couple generations into Maine to not be from away. And yeah. you're like extra from away if you're from Massachusetts or New York. Mm. Like, you you know, that's like the furthest away you get, really. Um, 
So you, the, the fact that they just immediately hate her was just fantastic. Uh, and like, but she also leaned into it heavily. Like when she, when she said she's allergic to timber and then cut scene, she's on a, she's on a, 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 a pontoon plane. And she's talking about like, well, I'll go into the woods, but as long as there aren't any mosquitoes and I'm like, I'm staying here as long as there aren't any ticks. Oh, classic. <laughs> None of those in Maine for sure. So the, the direct, uh, the director was the pilot, by the way. Oh, when yeah. he, when oh, he's like, really? I'm doing the best I can. And she's like, don't talk to me. <laughs> oh, my God. How many times do you want to say that to somebody? You know what I mean? <laughs> Please stop talking to me. Please stop talking to me. <laughs> it's like every day, every conversation. Right I want now. to say it to, to John every time he's on the podcast. I mean. <laughs> That's Derek, I think you're thinking of. <laughs> Uh, side note, Bill, how often do you see a, like a 20 year old smoke show and a crop top just coming out of a county store in Maine? Uh, in Arusta County, that mm-hmm. would be a big, that would be a big, ne- never. That's a never. <laughs> I mean, that, that county store and like city or town center too does not exist in Arusta County. That like the fact that they had two people in one boat already feels like an overpopulation of that area. There's only loggers and women who live at Bridge of Fonda now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, it would have been better casting if they cast a Bridge of Fonda today for this role. Yeah. Yep. She'd be the Betty White character. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Betty White, we're briefly introduced to her in a nonsense scene where she tells everyone that she killed her husband two years ago and he's buried behind the bulkhead. <laughs> that was so funny. Oh, that my was God. So- I was also not expecting Betty White either. I'd forgotten she was in this movie. That was a that was a nice surprise. That's the only thing I knew about this movie is that she's like super offensive and swears. It's just like the most un-Betty White character ever. Yep. <laughs> You're all cocksuckers. That's it. You're all cocksuckers. <laughs> if I had a dick, I'd tell you to suck it. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, then the crew. They find a severed moose head in the water, which leads to the sheriff calling for backup, where we're also introduced to the wealthy mythology professor and crocodile aficionado, Hector Sear, played by Oliver Platt. How did she recognize, how, how did she recognize him just by a helicopter? Because the helicopter was uh, camouflaged like a crocodile. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It had, it, had the oh, that. It, had the, yeah, it had gator belly paint on the bottom of it. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, that's pretty cool then. <laughs> I think what's more like, do they, is that how... Is that what, how small the intellectual community is in the world? It's like some woman, some paleontologist at the Museum of National History also knows like some mythology professor at some other college. It's like this. Yeah, they all know each other. They're all smart people. They're all college people. They all know each other. (laughs) Well, you know, crocodiles are reptiles. So, you know, that and somebody who studies dinosaurs, they're basically all in the same circles. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I... (laughs) I guess I just, I also like that like the Museum of National History like sent this woman up there like she's some like secret agent who got reprimanded. You know, this is like some like some bad assignment that James Bond gets at the beginning of one of those movies. You know, <laughs> you you have to go guard this woman. You know, that's your assignment. He's like, ah, Q, I don't want to do that. Blah blah blah. No, he even he even said like that when when he's sending her on the assignment, he's like, you're a paleontologist. This is what you do. It's like no. No, Absolutely, don't. emphatically not. They do not like. All right, like even if you want them to look at a tooth, that tooth can go in the mail. There yep. is no reason to send a human to Maine when a when a tooth can go through the mail to New York. Also, you can you can pretty much write off like a paleontologist. Fine, yep, studies dinosaurs or whatever. Right, the tooth resembles a dinosaur. 
Let's go ahead and write off that it was a dinosaur. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> a dinosaur in Maine ate this cop. <laughs> right. She's yeah. She's in real life. She's gonna look at that tooth and be like, "Yep, not a dinosaur," and send it back to them. You wanna know how I know it's not a dinosaur? Because it looks like it's it's not ten million gajillion years old. It's it's made of it's made of calcium, actual tooth, and not stone. Therefore, right. not my area of expertise. This isn't a fossil. It's a tooth. <laughs> what are you, a geologist? <laughs> oh, Mr. S- Mr. Smarty Pants over here. MVP of the movie though, Oliver Platt. Like everything that he says in this movie is just comedy. Yep. I want to watch it again just, just for, for him. him. I mean, like get get his just to like remark on his lines because there were so many of them. I, I like I've forgotten them. I wrote a I got, couple of them down. I got two uh, in my mind right here. I, you probably yeah. wrote them down. One is, uh, you are a saucy flirt. And then, <laughs> and then the other one, when they're on the canoe, uh, he goes, we slept together, by the way. And she puts your phone. It's like, oh my God, no, we didn't. He goes, I'm so bad in bed. They never remember. <laughs> <laughs> so he also says at one point, so funny. Home, and he says, I'm a civilian, not a trout. You have no authority over me whatsoever. <laughs> That's a good one-liner to a fishing yeah, game guy. Exactly. And then, which is coming up here in a minute, is uh, law enforcement's very dangerous work, isn't it? And you have such big, wonderful boobs. <laughs> that was the one. I was like falling off the couch. And he just says, thank you. The yeah. cop says, thank you. This is his dance move, too. Is, uh... Yeah. <laughs> he just keeps like crossing it's oh, like John so McCain good. doing the YMCA. Like he can't yeah. get above his head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so good. Oh god! All right. A little bit later, the crew they're in canoes checking lake radar when uh, Kelly and Jack had flipped over, and then they find a bitten off toe. Okay. Right. So <clears throat> we we have established that there is something biting <laughs> ant- humans in half, biting them in half, and you go out in canoes. Literally the, the lowest level of water transportation possible. <laughs> and they have you're a boat. Off, you're, you could just put like swimmies on your arms and just like just doggy paddle <laughs> in the water. It'd be the same level as a canoe. Right. Like one of those inflatable rafts and just like, yeah, just swim with your arms. Go, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Even that would be higher than a canoe. <laughs> Phenomenal choice. Yeah. <laughs> they they uh. have a helicopter too. They have a helicopter and a boat. <laughs> they have a helicopter that you see later on they are using radar with. <laughs> yeah. Right. Also true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, then that night, the sheriff's taking a piss when he hears something in the woods. So he pulls out his gun only to find Oliver Platt's massive frying pan face directly in front of him. And he's just setting up a bunch of crock traps. <laughs> crock traps. <laughs> he's a great trapper, too. That's what Bridget Fonda says. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure the trapping community does a lot of crock trapping. <laughs> even in yeah. even in like Australia. <laughs> I could, I could kind of see, you know what? No, I can't. The only two traps that we see too are the ones that like when you step in and the rope grabs you and like pulls you up into the tree and then a hole that's covered with a fake floor and then you fall into that hole. I can't really imagine that either of those are super useful in catching, catching crocodiles. No. The only traps they show in this movie are the traps in which the sheriff gets fucking tied up on or caught in. (laughs) The gator, the, the croc never gets any of the traps. They're all fucking useless. It just only goes to the sheriff. Oh, yeah. It's all just like uh, like Three Stooges humor. 
and it's fantastic. <laughs> it's the only yeah. reason I'm there, and I'm fine with it. Like, it's cool. I fucking laughed my ass off when he fell through that that hole. I was not expecting <laughs> that at all. No, <laughs> it was really uh, funny when he was hanging upside down from the tree, and he was just like, and he was just like completely calm. I thought that he was unconscious, and yeah. then when he was like, when when they asked him, like, "Are you okay?" He's like, "Yes, please get me down." I like, I was like, I just felt like he's he's not angry. He's just embarrassed and he's hanging upside down in a tree and he wants to be let down like so good mm-hmm. this is also another great line from oliver platt though is when they're yelling back and forth you can only you can hear like half the shit that he's saying but uh platt says this trap could save your life which is meaningful for you because the more you live the more sex you get to have with your sister <laughs> <laughs> just like god damn he's in a completely different movie which is, which honestly, I mean, that's, that's a main line right there because as Bill will tell you, if, you know, if you're only a true Mainer, if your family tree kind of like comes back in the trunk a lot, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to make a full circle. Yeah, exactly. Connect yeah. back to the roots. Right. It's a yin, it's a yin and yang, you know? Yeah. It wasn't a 30 foot tall croc. It was actually just a lot of ancestral breeding over the years. Yeah. <laughs> this was, yeah, this was the Hills has eyes made. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Um, then the next day, the gang and one other random cop who's just there to die, they're on the lake once again when something pulls their anchor line, flooding the engine and tossing Kelly into the water for the second day in a row. But thankfully, all the top build actors are able to get out of the water safely. Then the random cop gets his fucking head ripped off. <laughs> I was disappointed we didn't see that. I know. Yeah. It's just a bunch of splashing, like CGI splashing. Right. We don't see we don't see the stubby neck. I thought we saw the stubby neck. Yeah, no, we see that, but we don't actually see like the bite. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was um. I, I gotta say, first of all, falling in the water when when the the anchor line gets pulled and she gets she falls into the water. I immediately connected to that to that fear that just deep deep. I've fallen off tubes while tubing, and when you're in that deep water, panic. Mm-hmm. I would just if I was in that lake, hundred percent poop. Just there would have I would have been <laughs> surrounded in poop. Why? It's for the gay. It's for the croc. It's to keep the croc away. Terrified. I don't like being in water that I can't like touch the bottom or see the bottom. Tim, this is ocean, lake, anything. I mean, pools. It's okay because you can see the bottom, but even then, not so much. But even if you don't think there's a croc in there or a shark or anything, if I'm in, like, if I went out into like Sebago Lake this summer, yeah, and we went, we went around in, in the boat. And like I fell out of the boat or we were tubing and I fell out of the tube. Yeah. I would put on a calm face, but inwardly, Inside. I would, I would be panicking. Right. Because you yes. don't know what's down there. I don't know what's underneath me. And to be honest, that's the Sebago's Lakes of Lake in Maine. So there very well could be a crack in there. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of all those fish spawning that they keep on showing that are bubbling, it's just, just Bill just ripping a bunch of water logs just all around him. <laughs> it's the fish. It's just the fish. It's, it's, it's just the fish. Uh, give me a minute. Uh, don't pull me out yet. As a as a fisherman, when I see like fish jumping out of the water like that, gives me a boner. I'm like, oh yeah, that's what I need. That's that's what like that's where the big fish are. You know, they're trying to seduce you at that point. Tim. They are trying mm-hmm. to seduce me. Yeah. Tim's like, I'll show you, and he just starts jerking off into the water. So, quick aside, when I when I was in uh, when I was in Costa Rica, uh, I was fishing. This, speaking like, of jerking off in the water, when I was in Costa Rica, <laughs> yeah, speaking of jerking off in the water, when I was in Costa Rica, lots 
lots of jerking off in the water. It's customary <laughs> down there, though. So you know what I mean. You don't get arrested for it. Well, you, you do get arrested. You do get arrested for it. But um, it's part of the experience. It's part of the experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, it's an issue. I was fishing at the mouth of this estuary like one morning, and then apparently people had said like there's crocs in the estuary but i'm like dad they're like not saltwater crocodiles they live in like the they they say they say they only come out into the ocean very infrequently because they're not like real saltwater crocodiles so i'm like all right well i'm gonna i'm just gonna go fishing and then the next like that afternoon um we took the boat across the estuary to get to the other beach and abby and i were like yeah any crocs around he the guy goes see (laughs) <laughs> there we go like around here and he goes see <laughs> luckily it was our last day <laughs> oh no. Yeah. no do you understand no, it no. do you understand any of the questions i'm saying see do you not understand any questions I'm saying see yeah see <laughs> hmm. two dollars yes. <laughs> <laughs> give me two dollars there's crocs in this water to to counter, can I, I I have a story to counter that? Uh, mm. I, w- I was down in uh, New Orleans uh, not long after college, working down there uh, related to the to that uh, the fun oil spill that happened. Um, and uh, there was stories. There was some of, some of the guys that I was working with were talking about how they were they did some like sample collections from the beach uh, in Georgia. Um, and they were, one of them was saying, you know, they have like what are the bull sharks down there? Bull sharks, right? yeah. yeah. So he was saying he was like, he was, he had walked out into the water. He was like chest deep in this place doing, collecting samples for, for whatever we were working on. And that like, uh, like a six foot shadow of some kind, like swam past him. And he just like stood still until it was by him. And then he got out of the water, like, but he was panicking the whole time. Right. So I, I get that story. I'm not too good with the water as I may have pointed out earlier. I didn't like the sound of that. Uh, and I'm out on the water, but in a boat, I'm, I am in a boat. Mm-hmm. And we're heading back from the day and, uh, I got my, like my arm just like hanging on the side of the boat and something jumped out of the water next to me. And I almost fell out the other side of the boat <laughs> <laughs> and it was a dolphin. It was a dolphin. A majestic so, dolphin. A majestic bottlenose dolphin. I'll tell you what, the guy, the guys from New Orleans were not impressed with me in that moment. <laughs> I'll, you see, you see, this is what's killing the country. These goddamn Yankees up there. <laughs> wetting themselves every time they see a, a dolphin Not or a dolphin. fish. It's like, aren't you from a state that has the ocean? <laughs> yes, I stay away from it as yeah. much as I can. <laughs> I like to pretend I'm landlocked. Well, I mean, to be honest, let's just, let's like, just to even things out, an environmental scientist from Louisiana is kind of like an oxymoron, right? <laughs> <laughs> these were not environmental scientists. These oh, okay. were, these were fishermen, cap, cap, like boats, boat captains. Oh, I that, see. Like they couldn't fish because the, the, what was going on. Mm-hmm. And oh, they it's were, Earl, they my were, scrimp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were the ones ferrying us about. So even mm. more embarrassing for me. Oh, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> so you weren't getting you weren't getting judged by your peers. You were getting judged by like salty fishermen. Yes, yeah, correct. I, I got you. Like a yeah, fifty year old fisherman. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good time. That joke did not get old in the two and a half weeks that I was there. <laughs> and I'm sure you didn't get upset once. No, no, I always kept my cool, especially when we were drinking. <laughs> All right. Um, so a little bit later, we got these booby traps going on. So they pull the sheriff down from this hanging tree trap. 
after he promises not to hurt Oliver Platt, to which he immediately grabs a tree branch and runs at him. (laughs) (laughs) But then out of the fucking blue, an angry grizzly bear charges at them, but then a massive CGI crocodile jumps out of the water and drags a bear into the lake. Yeah, I didn't know they had grizzly bears in Maine, Bill. You know, I actually have a comment about that as well. Mm. And I'm just going to say on uh, on IMDb, they say that the bear depicted in the film is a black bear and that it is that of a dark cinnamon phase black bear. Uh, so apparently... It looked bigger than a black bear. It looked... It didn't look right to me either. That looked like a brown bear. It looked like a... Yeah. I will, small. I will acknowledge that black bears do get sort of like... I think they, they call them like brown phase bears. When right. they're in like Idaho and there's like a big forest fire. So there's like, there's none of the, like, the typical surround, like cover that they live in. But in Maine, they're black. They're black. They're black yeah, as night. Black bear. There, and there are no, there, to answer your question, Tim, no, there are not any grizzly bears in Maine. So, oops. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Huge. Were there non existent? Sorry, Tim, go ahead. I was going to say huge black bear, too. Like an 800 pound black bear, which also doesn't exist. <laughs> right. The thing was like 14 feet tall. Yeah. 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 Where'd it come from? It's just the middle of the day. They have the whole camp set up. There's like 25 people around them. And then just out of nowhere, just, <laughs> just comes out. Definitely had rabies or something. <laughs> yeah. That was my immediate thought. I'm like, rabies bear. Yeah. Rabies bear. The alligators actually acting like the Tyrannosaurus Rex, saving their lives from the Velociraptors. Yeah, yep. exactly. It's just, I was just thinking it's more like just Darwinism right there in the food chain. Just natural selection. Just, you know, bear, massive, uh, non-existent grizzly black bear attacks people. And then non-existent massive dinosaur crocodile just eats that, that bear. Makes perfect I, sense. I like to imagine that the, the crocodile was just sitting in the, the, the water that whole time before the bear showed up watching them fight with sticks. Be like, come on over here. Come on, <laughs> get a little closer. Oh, I'm going to get you. Oh, it's like Herbert from Family Guy. <laughs> like yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Get your fat ass over here. Get your fat ass over here. I got some popsicles in the freezer if you want some. In the basement. I gotta say though, CGI not bad for 1999. No. That wasn't terrible. No. no, they they went the Jurassic Park route. Like they did the same thing. Like they hired Stan Winston to make like a animatronic crocodile for like the still scenes, and then they did just scattered in some CGI for some of the action scenes. Yeah, but they didn't overuse it. Better than what they do today. Yeah, no, it it worked well. There really weren't any like it was like you said. It was kind of disappointing that we didn't see the the crocodile like rip the head off. But like I, that probably just shows their restraint. You know what yeah. I mean? That like they couldn't make it look good, so they didn't do it. Right. Exactly. Yep. They could have very well tried, and then they're like, ah, just put some water in front of it. This looks like shit. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Which is smart. Right, so the crew they're just moseying around the woods looking for clues. When they find Betty White pulling a blindfold the cow into the lake to feed this monster croc. <laughs> what a ridiculous scene. All right. First of all. The context of that. <laughs> yeah. For, first of all, the crocodile just sitting in the water just being like. <laughs> yeah. Feed me. <laughs> it was hilarious. Just, just so good. Also, how does she afford to feed this animal, this crocodile, cows on a regular basis. Oh my God, that's exactly what I was thinking. If she's feeding this thing, like, you know, really, like, realistically, minimum months a month, I mean, a cow is worth, like, 
$10,000 basically, (laughs) you know, at least $8,000. She's spent like eight grand a month. And, uh, we, we don't know it yet, but I'm going to, I'm going to spoil it. There's two crocodiles, at least Mm -hmm. two crocodiles. So how, how many cows is she putting into this lake a month to, to maintain this crocodile population? It's just quite sustainable. No, it is not. Mm -mm. It's, It's, it's because Betty White's doing a lot of fan-only stuff on the side. That's what's, that's what's getting all that money. <laughs> She's a cattle rustler. That's what it is. Yeah. I bet if I bet if you went to the uh, went to the isn't there some like federal bureau of like cattle cattle rustling or something like that? Probably. Yeah, I would have to imagine there is. I think I think there is. You go to them. Like, Betty White's like number one on their wall. No, <laughs> we don't know. She's getting away with us all these years. <laughs> By the way, Betty White calls the sheriff Officer Fuckmeat. <laughs> <This scene. laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> right, meanwhile, Oliver Platt, he lands his chopper on the other end of the lake, and he's face-to-face with a croc in open water, where he uh, says that this one is different from the other water dragons, and it looks like his judgment day is nigh. But then he's able to inject the raft as a diversion and flies away to safety, but not before the croc takes a big bite out of the chopper. I like don't get why this croc is different. Like, well, it's just it swam to Maine. Like, what's the why would it Ooh, be? Why different. would it be like some evil spirit? It's like I, he's different because he's twice the size of a normal crocodile. I mean. I also die. I don't. This like this was a very unsatisfying scene. Oliver Pratt should have died in this scene. Like, I agree. He should have just been like. Mm-hmm. I cannot apart. believe he didn't die in this movie. Yep. Spoiler yeah. alert! I was expecting him to die. It just like the, the the crocodile jumped out of the water to take a person's head off, and then just like <laughs> slowly swims behind the, uh, Oliver Pratt. Just like, hey, looking good. Nice backstroke. That looks nice. <laughs> Although they do address that because he's like. They're not going to, like, they don't eat me. They won't kill me. It's like, it's because it just ate a cow, you idiot. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that's true. a good point. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And he's just like, eh, well, hmm. <laughs> he's nothing to say to that. <laughs> also, what is up with this cop just offering sex in exchange for leaving? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, she must not have I mean, a lot of suitors up there in uh, whatever, whatever county that is, Bill. Yeah, when when you get when you meet somebody that with a silver tongue that can just on the drop of a hat call, say you you have nice wonderful big wonderful boobs. I mean, how can you walk away from that? You know, that's somebody you got to lock down. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's yeah. a poet laureate up in Maine. Maynard Street Justice, right there. That's what <laughs> that's that a poet is. Poet laureate. In Maine. Very similar scene though to Jaws Four. Where the shark just takes a bite out of Michael Caine's boat or his uh, his airplane. Oh yeah, I've oh, seen that movie. Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't. It's not good. <laughs> I gotta say though, I did like I like the fact that he was just slowly swimming away from the crocodile for a little while was stupid, but the fact that he used an, like a fast inflatable raft, pretty cool. Smartest, Smartest thing in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smartest thing in the movie by far. I was yeah. surprised. I'm like, wow, that's actually. It's effective. Mm-hmm. And like I was, I, I was half expecting him to grab like a like a a fire, not a fire extinguisher, like a diver's tank or something like that, and pull like a Jaws. I'm like, ah, don't yep. do that. That'd be fucking stupid. Yeah, no, that, like that. I could actually see what he did actually working. So that was cool. I was expecting that too. Yeah. Also, but I I also don't think this crocodile would work this hard for its meals. Like it is, it is a, a socialist crocodile. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's just taking it's taking handouts all day yep. long. That's how it's been. That's how it's got to thirty feet. You know, he's not working hard. He's not out there fucking, you know, like fucking laying bricks. 
like a real man? No. <laughs> He's no, he's his mouth fan. open. Yeah, mouth open, waiting for cows to go into it. Yeah, off the government dole, off the Betty White dole, like a typical <laughs> millennial. Exactly. Susan Collins would be furious. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I don't. I really don't want to. I don't want to derail us again. But I saw an interview uh, with Susan Collins. I try to avoid the news, but I saw an interview uh, with Susan Collins. I think it was on like CBS Nightly News or whatever. And this isn't anything, I, I hate her politics. She's a, a terrible, terrible, she doesn't have politics. She's just as like, she has no platform. Her talking is in fucking furiating. It's, <laughs> she needs to, die. every time I hear her open her mouth, I want to fucking murder her. I want to fucking murder her. And this is, has nothing to, this is, this is purely because of whatever fucking physical disability she has. I want yeah. her to you, die. You're not talking about the politics, not the words coming out of her mouth, but it's the cadence of speech and like the strength of the weakness of her voice. Maybe I should say, yeah. The words coming out of her mouth could be, Tim, you're the handsomest man in the world. I'm going to give you $20 million and I would still murder her because, <laughs> because of how she says it. It is fucking infuriating. The fact that people, that she's, there isn't a law that prevents her from opening her mouth because it's like nails on a chalkboard is, is ridiculous. Like I said, poet laureate up in Maine. It's not a high bar. Speaking, speaking those words, them fancy words. Yeah. Doing pretty good for a crocodile hybrid. Let's say so myself. (laughs) She might be a crocodile hybrid. I bet a crocodile hybrid could fucking speak a little better than she can. (laughs) I like how worked up you are. You're spinning your hat because you can't even contain how angry you are. Well, I, I, I think it's a couple days. Oh, no. uh. Burn her alive. That's how infuriating her fucking speaking voice is. Just do okay. a Swayze, Swayze Roadhouse throat rip. Oh my God. I would love it. Just leave her in a shallow grave. She should be forced to get like the Stephen Hawking, you know, <laughs> talk thing. through a computer. Yeah, she she could be like, I can speak with. I don't. I'm not mute. I can speak with my voice, and be like, we've heard you speak. You're not allowed to anymore. Your 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 options are this or nothing. Yeah, but exactly. she goes. In, no, 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 the computer, the computer. Yeah, yeah. she goes <laughs> in for a filibuster. They're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, I am sorry. Tell you what. If they say like hell is, you know, like what it's all personal, that's like hell is like what you would imagine hell to be. That's hell for me. It's gonna be Susan, Susan Collins, Collins narrating most embarrassing moments of your life. Not even doesn't even have just <laughs> I that's the thing is I can't even process the words. I can't even process any of the meaning or the logic to the to the words. It's I can't get over the the speaking voice. So her filibuster would be just my hell having to listen to her speak con- constantly. Okay. All right, moving on. Good, good movie content. Good movie content. <laughs> I just had to I'll say cut that. that down. I'll cut that 15-minute rant down a little bit. <laughs> Trim it. <laughs> yeah, so the crew, they know that the Florida wildlife team's coming in, and they're just going to kill this thing. So the cops, scientists, and animal conservationists come up with this brilliant plan to dangle one of Betty White's cows by their chopper, then drug and drag the croc to land. Yet, for some unexplained reason, none of this actually works, but then it kind of does work, because uh, the cow gets disconnected from the chopper, and then uh, the chopper just crashes into the water. 
Oliver uh, Platt has been flying the helicopter like he's like a special forces helicopter pilot this entire movie. And then all of a sudden he gently lifts up on the the stick to gain elevation. And that somehow throws him into a wild out of control free fall. It's Black Hawk down. Yeah, exactly. I love it. I love it. They just like what none of this stuff in this movie has to make sense. It's just hilarious. I, I love I love the fact that like Florida Fish and Game is going to come up to deal with this this crocodile because that's how this would that's how that would work. Is the state of Maine going to pay? For, no, that doesn't matter. I like it's kind of just like a running joke throughout the the, the way that people the the organizations and stuff that are responding to to this incident. The fact that like Fish and Wildlife Service is like not willing to come out and investigate what's going on unless there's a physical sighting of a crocodile a man's head was bitten off and they're like well did you see it i don't care i'm not he's a fucking cop (laughs) a cop was murdered on the lake by a mysterious thing we need some more help a a cop was decapitated by some animal in the water can the u.s fish and wildlife service please intervene no absolutely not in front of three other law enforcement people and a scientist (laughs) (laughs) not to mention this sheriff's like i've seen two people get either decapitated or completely mutilated this week i need some help please really what it probably is fucking bimbo coming from new york for some stupid reason what it probably is is that brendan gleason's character just gets drunk and calls these people all the time there's a crocodile here you gotta come visit there's a crocodile I miss you. <laughs> put her on the phone. No, we're not going to put your ex-wife on the phone. Put her on. There's a crocodile. What if I said it was an alligator? <laughs> Since he has like he has the remnants of an Irish accent in this, like yeah, where the get, fuck is he supposed to be from? Irish I accent. Know. Yeah, yeah. I'm a sheriff from Maine. <laughs> yeah, it's not that far <laughs> off. <laughs> it's not that far off from the I, deep woods Maine accent. It was. It was. No, it's disappointing that there isn't a single person in this movie with a, with a good Maine accent because like. Just like hire the guys from the uh, the radio station in Boston that did yeah. uh, men men from Maine. You know, just have them like in a diner at some point. Get talking. Susan Collins in. Uh, there. That's all I'm asking for. Up here in Maine, we do things a bit different. The, yeah. Well, sorry, what's this South Park episode? We're staying skis down the mountain. Uh, oh, I forget. Never mind. Never mind. Let's go go down that path. <laughs> okay. I also just love in this scene too. Kelly puts in her input during all this, and she goes, "She's mooing." Like, yeah. Why the fuck did they have that line in this movie? We're, we're worried about the no. Brendan Gleeson then goes, "We're worried about the cow now." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> worried about the safety of the cow. I'm from Maine. Sound like Liam Neeson. All right. So Platt falls into the water, but uh, the croc doesn't go after him, so he does have. He is kind of right. And uh, instead, it sneaks onto land. So the gang runs to the truck for safety, where uh, Kelly yet again falls out after they drive over a log. I fucking laughed out loud again when that happened. It's like every single time they're in any kind of means of transportation, she just falls out immediately. Oh, she <laughs> fell out eight times in this scene. It's so great. Just hits her head on a rock. Totally fine. Yeah, totally fine. Well, and then and then she gets like smacked 20 feet into the water by, a, a, by an alligator tail. Like her ribs are broken. Like she's probably like ruptured her spleen. Like she's, she's drowning fucked. in that water. For she's sure. lost. Yeah, she's got the wind knocked out of her, and she's breathing underwater and drowning. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> no, this not. second al- this second crocodile. What the hell is this second crocodile waiting for? This is your chance. <laughs> you got like twenty injured people in the water. Eat them. It's because Big Mama said wait. Yes. Anyway, yeah. So uh, yeah, the croc just 
you know, bitch slaps Kelly into the water. She heads for the chopper where we get a call back from the beginning of the movie where uh, Oliver Platt said that Crocs can't see well underwater. So she hides behind a tree, which is then snapped in half by the Croc, but it gives her enough time to somehow get to the chopper. Then a minute later, the Croc jumps into the body of the chopper and gets stuck while trying to make it back to land. So, so quick question here, and this is, Mm. Maybe it feels like a little bit of inconsistency for me. Uh, Crocs can't see well underwater. We did establish that after Oliver Platt came. Um, the guy that got the guy that was tagging beavers might disagree with that assessment. Yeah, uh, and also the the man whose head was ripped off from an animal that was <laughs> underwater also might disagree with that. That was a pretty mm. precise attack from an animal underwater that was also apparently basically blind. So, you know. Know about that if that flies through the whole movie there's but. a lot of uh let's say non-good croc facts in this uh movie you know crocs can't see well underwater yeah i think they could probably see pretty well underwater right they spend their entire life in it uh crocs can't I see better than us crocs can't swim in salt water i mean except for the saltwater crocodile yep that there's a there's a species of crocodile named for their ability to swim in salt water yes. So, I thought that crocs only uh, swam in salt water. I thought that was one of the bigger differences between crocs and alligators is that crocs are like salt water capable and alligators are not. I think most crocs like can spend time in it's salt a certain water, level. Yeah. But like the saltwater crocodile up. in like, you know, Southeast Asia is like, I mean, they, they spend a lot of time in salt water. That's like, that's why their name is saltwater crocodiles. <laughs> Forgot. Oliver Platt says at one point, he's like, how did this get all the way here from Japan? He's like, I don't know, maybe someone flushed it down the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, oh my God. One that one that I just remembered was like, when Brendan Gleeson says something like, I didn't know that crocodiles could swim in salt water. And Oliver Platt's like, well, they, they really hide that information away in these secret thing called books. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> yep. So the sheriff, he's getting yelled at to shoot this thing, but he feels sorry for it and he can't do it. But then uh, baby croc just, or not the baby, just the other croc, the mommy or daddy croc just jumps out and attacks Platt. So the sheriff then uses his rocket launcher to blow the thing completely apart. (laughs) Oh my God. What is that weapon that he has? Like, I thought it was just like a big shotgun and then it blew a 30 foot crocodile to like smithereens. Yeah. (laughs) It was a grenade launcher. Yeah. (laughs) It was something else. I didn't know that um, just rural Maine sheriffs had just grenade launchers. Standard standard operation. Yeah. Yeah. I figured they still walk around with blunderbuss. <laughs> I mean, most of the time they use like a billy club if they have to like mm. wallop you across the old noggin. Right. Uh, but they're, they've got, they've also got like that, uh, that like $100,000 SWAT tank that they you see in a, like chicago everyone oh, yeah. you know every every town has that at this point you know who doesn't <laughs> even a rooster county maine give the military a little little break there on the budget they gotta right. they gotta make their money back somehow so let's <laughs> yeah. let's give it to this eleven thousand populated uh rural <laughs> whatever when you say County. eleven thousand, i want you to understand that we you're, you're you're probably talking about like a third the entire of the, state yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's it's a part of maine that so I remember we used to go to um, Quebec like every winter to go skiing. And there's a way through Maine to get to the mountains in Quebec that's like three hours faster than going up through Vermont. And my dad was, I was like, we're not taking that because if you break down like in, in the middle of that, it's, there's no one. 
there's no one for like 300 miles and it's just loggers, you know, like, yeah, that's it. He's like, we're not going. It's there. just logging roads. That's all that it is up there. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, we're not going that yeah, way. Good. We're going to go on the highway. <laughs> it, it's so crazy. I mean, like it, the you know, there's a little bit of it in, in Northern Vermont and Northern New Hampshire, but like New England is so like in a lot of areas, densely populated. Mm-hmm. And like, there are, huge swaths of Maine that are literally unorganized territory still. Yep. Like they're not even claimed as being part of a township or anything. It's just like, it's just like a letter and a number designating this square and a map that nobody owns or lives in. Fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. (laughs) Why talking Crocs? (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. I've got, I only got one more note here anyway. So, the drugs are kicking in in the crock, and he's left alive, and they put him on an 18-wheeler to Portland while Jack and Kelly get a beer. And then to wrap up the movie, we see Betty White feeding a bunch of little baby crocs. I, what a good way to, like, set up 100 straight-to-DVD sequels. <laughs> I know. I mean, fantastic. I'm convinced that they, 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 they must assume that they're trying to get a sequel. That's why they didn't kill any of the lead characters. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, yeah. Right? They did have, like, eight sequels. Mm-hmm. I don't think it took any. like eight years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did it really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I got to say when, so when the, when the crocodile is like stuck in the helicopter and uh, the people from the federal government or no Florida fish and game show up, they like, they show it later and they have like bloody gauze, like on the top of the crocodile's head. They're like performing first aid on the <laughs> crocodile stuck in. The- <laughs> it's a fucking crocodile. When the crocodile was in the, <laughs> This had to be like a, a purposeful choice, but when the crocodile was stuck in the helicopter, kind of like sedated, it looked they made it look like a dog. I was half expecting the tongue to come out and it had to go <laughs> like yeah. you know what I mean? They made it look like a dog. Okay, I think for everyone to go, Oh, don't kill it. Don't kill it. It looks nice. All right. But then they then they immediately go kill it because you're driving it you wanna know a good way to kill a crocodile? <laughs> It's to give it like an air bath on the highway <laughs> for like for like a five hour drive too. They're just yeah. oh, they're just gonna drive it down to Portland. First of all, what the fuck is Portland gonna do with this crocodile? <laughs> they said like right. they, Oliver Platt for some reason knows of an empty oil tank. Why does he know about that? <laughs> but uh, okay, right. what are, what are we gonna do with an empty oil tank and an alligator? You're gonna put it in. The oil tank? What the what the fuck? That's not like an open pool. That's a, that's not gonna work. I don't, like. What is the city of Portland gonna do with a thirty foot crocodile? And to Tim's point, it's dead by the time it gets there. That is a, that is a hell of a drive. Yes. It's like dragging a pigeon underwater <laughs> for forty five minutes and then going like, I can't believe this pigeon died. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, pigeons don't pigeons don't live in the water. <laughs> yeah, they don't breathe too good underwater. Yeah. Oh, whoops. My bad. Uh, mm. By the way, I think Oliver Platt, he knew about that oil tank because he was going to empty it out and just fill it up with Diet Pepsi. <laughs> Whoa. When did he become Jim Sullivan? <laughs> oh, boy. There it is. I mean, just look at him. <laughs> okay. Time for trivia. I don't have any. I said enough. Let's move into our next question. Who is your favorite and least favorite in this? I mean, I think we're all... Should we all just go consensus, Oliver Platt? I yep. mean, I don't think there's anybody else, right? Uh, Mariska Hargitay obviously was mm. the best character in this movie. Ooh, okay. Mm. Yeah. That's fine. Tim, I'm shocked. I was just ready just to agree with you and assume that Law and Order Lady was the best in the, in the movie. Well, actually, secretly, I'm saying uh, Bridget Fonda at 58. <laughs> <laughs> the best person in the movie. 
No, I think I think we can all agree. Oliver Platt was definitely. I mean, he made this movie. Yes, he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't even talk about Bill Pullman at all in this movie. <laughs> he was in it. Boring. We didn't even mention him. He's boring not, as fuck. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't really add anything at all to no. the movie. He's he was like, first build. He's like a weird love interest for Bridget Fonda, and like no chemistry at all. No chemistry. She's just looking for a rebound. Fuck. I mean, when he takes when he takes her into his like, uh, like studio apartment over the bar that he's gonna take her to, and she realizes <laughs> that that's where he lives. She's she's back to New York in a couple of days. Yeah, it's a it's a mattress on a floor, milk crate for for furniture kind of situation. Like just un, unexplained yellow stains on the walls and ceiling. Like dirty, like three three glasses. All of them are dirty. Yeah, for a sure. bunch of newspaper yeah. for insulation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. warmth it for his bed. Are you collecting clippings? No, no. This is just my blanket. It's really Preble. It's Preble's dream. That's what it is. Yeah, Preble's dream house. Mm, yeah. Wow. They have. Oh man, they have all the walls in this place. This is amazing. <laughs> you guys got windows. Ooh. Your walls come all the way down. Oh my god. There's something connected to your wall. What is that? It's a ceiling. Huh. Wow. Oh, good idea. Hmm. Uh, I think on that note, I was, I, I had a different answer before, but I, I think I got to say that Bill Pullman is my least favorite character. Mm. Just that's mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Absolutely nothing. Brendan Gleeson was funny. Yep. The Bridget fucking, Fonda was funny. She added her yeah. moments. Yeah. Shit. Like all the cops were kind of funny at some point. <clears throat> yeah. Bill Pullman sucked. He yeah, did. he really did. Unfortunate. Mm. He's been good in that I other. Mean, sh- what, what's that show that he's in now? There's some Jessica Biel show that he was in. Whatever. Go on, Tim. Sorry. Uh, I mean, like Bill Pullman's not bad. I mean, Independence Day. You know, that's Spaceballs. Space I was gonna balls, uh, uh, mm. Casper. Casper, sure. <laughs> oh, Bill. <laughs> Spaceballs. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna rebel, say rebel, rebel. that uh, Independence Day is the only movie that I can like, th- like that I think of when I see Bill Pullman. I I, mm. I don't think of any other movies really. That's fair. All right, I remember some kid in college. He was just one of these dummy, dummy kids who like has never seen anything. He goes, I think Bill Pullman's speech in Independence Day is like the best, <laughs> the best thing in the movies ever. And I was like. Mm. Kind of like started laughing. I was like, ah, "Yeah, right." And he's like, "No, no, I'm serious. I think it's just like the greatest scene." I'm like, "You mean in like cinema history? You think <laughs> Bill Pullman's speech <laughs> in Independence Day is the greatest thing in cinema history?" Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> have you ever have you ever like kissed a girl in your life? This <laughs> is like immediately. <laughs> or do you just or do you just bring up that Bill Pullman speech is the greatest thing in movie history and then they immediately just fart on your face and walk away? Start every day with that speech. That'd be yeah. on your yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at some of this trivia real quick. Um didn't even really even think about it, but that animatronic crocodile was functional underwater too, as you see in the movie. It's fucking impressive. Yeah. Oh, How yeah. the fuck that thing not sink? Yeah. Oh, it's it thirty two like feet air- long air bladders in it you know they had to have like a bunch of bladders with pump a bunch of air into it yeah i think it's just funny that you build that for an 80 minute movie (laughs) (laughs) they build that and they only show it for like two minutes too yeah that's like building a rocket to go take a picture of the moon you know (laughs) coming back (laughs) they kind of there's better ways to do that (laughs) 
All right, time for the hold my popcorn ratings. Prepare to be judged. What would be your rating for Lake Placid? Uh, I, I got to give this movie a full five out of five uh, milky, murky poops in open freshwater <laughs> yeah. ponds. Freshwater shit. Yep. Freshwater shit, exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Um, I have to give this movie um, 20,000 fun points divided by... Um, well, not divided by. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you got to think about this, Tim. Come on. Multiplied by. Better mm, idea. Better, yeah. better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, multiplied by. <laughs> sorry, hold on. Come back to me, Max. <laughs> oh All right, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one. How the fuck did that natural history guy have Marcia Hargate as a side piece? Out of um, out of three Betty White f bombs, there's only one explanation: giant penis. Mm-hmm. I think we all know it. We we were thinking it. You know, it crossed all of our minds and have been thinking about it perpetually since then. Uh, right? Because we are twelve. We were, we were, we're we've all been thinking about that, right, guys? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. Tim. You were sorry, you were doing some math. <laughs> I'm gonna say crunching numbers 20, over there, Tim. <laughs> Twenty thousand fun points divided by, divided by the oh, hotness divided. level. Non-negative hot list level of Bridget Fonda, which is current point oh 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 one, which actually means that it's twenty thousand divided by whatever that order of magnitude is. So it's a good rating. It's pretty good rating, Tim. I love the way you do math. It makes me it makes me happy to see you doing math, Tim. Oh yeah, I just like to do the math. I like to do the math, and I like to um, I like to really really objectify women while I do. <laughs> you know, it's a winning combination, math and yeah. objectifying. Whenever I did it, whenever I you know had a had a math test or an engineering exam, I would solve I would solve the equations, and at the at the end, I would say, uh, <laughs> at the at the end, I would say, X actress really lost it. You know what I mean? <laughs> she should probably get some work done. <laughs> Equals. This is why I make two thirds more than you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else you guys want to talk about before we uh, we get out of here? Tim, are you making a fishing lure right now on the while we're doing the podcast? He, he, he tends uh, to do this at, during the podcast. I'm just looking at one. No, oh, okay. Because I right. have them all over my desk. <laughs> I mean, okay, hold on. This is <laughs> work desk looks like. Flies. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice plant. Is, Look at you. Dude, wait, is yeah. that that's your personal desk? You don't share that with Abby? No, that's my. She, Abby works at a hospital. And I think you, you disconnected your mic. I did. I can't disconnect my mic. <laughs> and you and you, on um, on your own free will, put a put a plant on your desk. I'm. No, she know. did that. Oh, uh, okay. There we <laughs> go. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And then this is the rest of my office. More flies. <laughs> And more flies. Oh boy! Wow. Yeah. John would be so excited. Mm-hmm. Talking, talking wow. fishing with Tim and John. Yeah, Fish talk. People always ask me on like conference calls, like, "What's playing with in your hand?" I might add, uh, "Don't worry about it." My dick. <laughs> yeah. It's probably a better answer. <laughs> My penis. <laughs> 
Do you want me to be honest or do you want me to say it's my penis? Because <laughs> one's more embarrassing than the other. <laughs> All right. Well, that's show. So we'll end it on that note. <laughs> Check out our stickers on Redbubble. Rate and review. Tell your friends about us. And uh, we'll be back next time with hopefully some theme. We'll figure it out at some point this year. Yeah, themes are overrated. Yeah. We'll just give up. Fuck it. We'll be back with a movie. At some point. At some point. I think that's, I think fine. that's fine. Yep. yep.